0: Real, relevant radio. Kingfisher FM. What's that time of the week? A Wednesday. I know that because uh, the team that joins us in studio pops in here yeah, every single Wednesday. It's uh, Melvin and Cameron for this week's installment of Vantage. let just uh, welcome them.
1: You are tuned to Vantage on The Colour Cruise. The show where entrepreneurs get their say. Brought to you by Yo Media.
0: And dressed uh in flowers to guys. kill. Yeah. I like much. the flower outfits. Very I've nice guys.
2: This afternoon. I clearly did not.
0: Uh, <laughs> welcome team. Good to have Marlon Cam in studio again. It's How's it good, going? Yeah, very good, eh? Very busy but good. I ah, hear yeah, you off to an event after this, but um it's busy in the bay. Busy, busy in, the bay.
2: in the bay. All
0: right, but we've got a very special guest in studio today as and uh, as always, uh from Up Visor. Just introduce us. So we got um Christine Tubhope, huh? thank you. That's
2: goodness correct, brother. Right. Well <laughs> from Spring App SA, I can mention that.
1: You can mention okay. that, yes, and but mainly from?
2: But mainly from Advisor.
1: That's correct, yes.
2: Was it's yes, please.
1: That's
2: his one line, he just wants to make sure he gets it right. <laughs>
1: well, welcome
2: to Vantage. Thank you very Good much. Good to
0: have you on the show. Christine, uh, I was just having a look um, at your website and just chatting to you a little bit about your experience and then. You bowled me over completely And I'm sure you bowl most people over When you explain who you are And how that kind of meshes into the um, The work that you do So maybe you can just introduce yourself And just tell us all and reveal all
1: okay great so introduce myself the way that I like to be introduced there right? we go yes okay, okay. so um, my name is Christine and I'm the founder and chief disruptor of Upvisor. and I have a passion and a heart to raise up the next generation of youth that are both employable and enterprising and are well-skilled and excellent in what they do and that feel like they have a meaning and purpose in life and now as a chartered accountant, um, I have seen a lot of uh, students coming out of university, stepping into the workplace, and being very ill-equipped for what they are expected to do. So that is really where I identified the first gap, and. Therefore, I have a heart for training and development to really raise up those, especially the millennials, you know, my generation and those coming after yeah. me <laughs> um, to, to make a powerful impact in our economy. So I do training and development in the space of finance and technology, which includes Excel training, personal finance, small business accounting, professional skills, a little bit of leadership. Uh, I've missed something, entrepreneurship, workshops, and I've got a retreat coming up at the end of November and i also do mentoring and some consulting and some team building on the side
0: wow and you're a wife
1: and i'm a wife yes (laughs) listen we need to
0: send this to cyril ramaphosa because he's looking for you i mean clearly the economy needs you clearly (laughs) clearly i'll send this off to him but just listen uh, just explain to me how did you get into this because it's quite different from The normal picture we have of an accountant who sort of punches in numbers and stuff like that
1: Indeed, yes So I'm not your typical bean counter, as I told the guys a little bit earlier Um, But I did my articles at PwC, PE, and I really enjoyed it Not the auditing side, per se, (laughs) but I enjoyed the people Um, But I went into industry thereafter for two years I was in finance, and I felt like I just couldn't do reconciliations all day, every day Um, My Mm. hours were crazy And so because of that I decided to resign I resigned without knowing what was coming next So from there it really started a journey of self-exploration self-discovery and I realized that the one thing that I missed from my time during audit was not the auditing but um, the ability to really coach people and develop them and develop their full potential during that time and I don't really have the opportunity to do that in the corporate space I was in um so I decided that I would start my own business in training and development and the rest is history
0: I'm sure there's a lot under that as well I mean when you give up a a, um a good career path in a sense to pursue something else how do you work that through uh, with God
1: I think it was definitely a, a God thing mm. you know so I think um, there was a lot of prayer that went into it my husband was extremely supportive he gave me the space that I needed to just explore the area that I wanted to be in which was amazing um, and I think in discovering who I am and my identity within God, and who says that, who He says that I am, mm. um, I've been able to to walk this path out, and He's been so faithful in in these past two years in opening up doors that I wouldn't have expected, um, connecting me with people that I wouldn't have expected. Um, so I, I know that this is definitely of mm. of God, you know. So I've had a lot of favor. What
0: would you advise to people who who are in your position and feel that this is where the the ladder they're climbing is not the ladder they should be climbing? Because I think sometimes when you leave a job, you are so freaked out that you don't have an income that you just want to push and see everybody and do everything and try and network. And how do you um, not try and push down the wrong doors? How do you go about this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot has to do with how well you know yourself and how much time you've actually spent reflecting on, on what your passions are and where you are skilled, because those don't always align, unfortunately, but that's no reason why you can't skill yourself up in your, your area of passion. Um, but I think it is important to know where you are wanting to go. I always think about starting with the end in mind, so mm. it's very morbidly, but <laughs> um, if I think about when I die, what would I hope people would say about me? And starting with that ultimate goal, and from there you can then work your way back. Um, And once you've identified the route that you're wanting to to take, it's not necessarily to say drop everything like I did, I wouldn't necessarily recommend people just resign (laughs) without knowing what to do next, but um, I think once you know where you're wanting to go, you can start taking strategic steps um, to get to that point. That might mean starting your little side hustle, at the beginning, and then gradually growing that um, over time to get to the point where you are fully focused and fully invested in in the area that you want to get involved in.
0: Mm, I guess humble beginnings, hey? Definitely. Start, start where you're at.
1: Yeah, I think we must never despise the small beginnings. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Cool.
0: Mm. Well, I'll. Not delve too deep, but we've got the guys here to ask a couple of questions. Christine, thanks for answering my uh, my questions. Christine up in studio this afternoon, the founder of an organisation called AppVisor. Go check them out online, AppVisor.co.za.
1: You are tuned to Vantage on the Colour Cruise.
0: In studio with us today, Upvisor. Go check them out online, advisor.co.za. Christine, the founder of uh, this organisation, offering a couple of very interesting services over here. Forgive me, it's mentoring and coaching. Corporate team building, training, and development. Malin Campbell in studio to fire off a couple of quick questions. Fine. So,
2: Christine, uh, on the topic of these millennials, <laughs> uh, what advice would you give youngsters nowadays into pursuing their passions? How do they go about it? Um, yeah.
1: How do they go about finding, finding their passions? Finding
2: their passions.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I think that is that is quite a difficult one often, um, but I think a lot has to do with. Well, let's maybe start again. If you think about what you enjoyed as a child, maybe you enjoyed cutting out magazine clippings and compiling it into a book, okay? Uh, or you really enjoy coloring in or really enjoyed painting with your hands. I know it's like all creative stuff, but think about how you can take those things that you enjoyed as a child and translate it into. An adult activity, for example, and often that is indicative of where your passion is. So, if you really enjoyed playing teacher teacher as a child, then often there is that underlying passion um, to actually help people and help them to develop. Now, helping people can be in a lot of different ways, it could mean medicine, it could mean teaching, it could mean a whole variety of different things, and I think once you identify the core underlying passion that you have you can then try and match that along with the skills that you've got or skills that you would like to develop and from there you end up with a holistic approach to your passion
2: Hmm. awesome so from my side i'd like to know how would you define success seeing that we are in a generation which looks at too many a success but how would you define success
1: definitely not money (laughs) um I think that being able to, to make a difference in the space that you're in and being able to connect with the people in that space is really important and I think that success for me is really dependent on how much of a difference that I have made and I mean it advisor stands for unlocking potential that's what the u and the p stands for in an advisory capacity so for me it's really being able to say that i've unlocked the potential in an individual regardless of what the financial implication has been um that is that's what is important to me that is why i rightly or wrongly so provide some free mentoring service on the side because i connect with the ladies and i want to help them develop and for me that is that is success, even if it's pro bono or whatever you know so it, for me it isn't it 's not about the money it 's about making a difference where you 're in
0: Do we think too big or do we think too small?
1: I think there's a mix there I think there's a a both right because I think we're so often limited by our our beliefs about ourselves, things that we often lies that we believe about ourselves that that is not not the reality and it's not who god says that we are um and if we are able to break through those limiting beliefs we will be able to think a lot bigger um but also at the same time you might become so overwhelmed by a very big dream that you never actually start taking the first step so maybe you have that ultimate goal you start with the end in mind and you're like oh my word i don't even know where to start just start with something small you know it could be it could be that um I was telling the guys earlier wanting to do a large mentoring program, it might just be as simple as finding one lady that I can connect with in terms of their personal capacity and that is my small step and I know that I'm then making steps towards my my grander vision.
0: Okay, you've got a lot of courses that you uh, blog about. Maybe you can just explain that to us, We're talking to Christine Tarab today about the company that she started about two years ago. Uh, It's here in the Bay, but do you offer the courses online or in in group settings? How does it work?
1: Okay, so I have a whole range of different courses um, and each of them can be presented in a variety of different ways. So my only course that's currently online is a fantastic personal finance course Um, that one is online but i can also present it in person probably in groups that would make much more sense Um, i've got a couple of uh, excel courses i run some Public workshops um, twice a month so anyone that is in the Bayer is able to come attend that um, it's obviously much cheaper than trying to do one-on-one sessions like most things um, but it's, it's really nice to connect within the group and be able to o- ask and answer some questions uh, I've got some small business accounting as well which is also in a live workshop um, that is due to be going online probably at the beginning of 2020 So that should be good. So that's really not about doing bookkeeping, but actually understanding what to do with the information that's coming through from the accountants and being able to make decisions based on that. I think that's really important. Ah,
0: So a business person, not a person who wants to become an accountant, but a person who wants to understand the book side, the number side of running their business successfully.
1: 100 percent. Yeah, I got it. I've got 100% too. <laughs> Yay. Okay,
0: we'll be back in a few moments. That was the first 100 I ever got. Uh, advisor.co.za, go check them out online. Christine Tudup, sharing your thoughts behind it.
1: Yes, it's Vantage on the Color Cruise, brought to you by Yo Media.
0: It's Vantage, learning lots of things today behind the scenes of yeah. I think I'm full of questions. I don't know what I was eating. Maybe it was beetroot. Uh, up, up, <coughs> i had <there>. some too. <laughs> <laughs> you see, must be the beetroot. All right. So, Advisor in studio today with us uh, and uh, talking about what the future holds for the organization or the company, but not my questions. Uh, it's the team talking to Christine Tarab today with Yo Media, Malva and cam Yeah.
2: Christine, um, I'd love to know how do you manage your time? I mean you you come across as a a busybody um, and what advice would you give startups um, when it comes to you know work life balance Uh, you know are we meant to work eight days a week (laughs) should we take some time off yeah a lot of questions in there
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, no look I think Work-life balance is extremely challenging and a lot of people might say that there isn't. it's not a balance. It's not something you can balance. And I also don't think maybe the intention is to balance the two. It's not a scale where you can say they must be equal. Um, I think we go through seasons and especially during the startup phase, you will probably end up spending a lot more time than you would on a mature business, for example, um, which I think comes with its own challenges. But importantly, I have found that you need to make time to actually reflect and refresh yourself because if you don't do that, then the ideas don't come. You don't have the energy to to actually carry your business forward the way that you would like to. It also means that you don't have time for family and friends mm. and for for God, you know. And I think those things are so important. You can't you can't only be focusing and finding your identity in your business and missing out on the rest of your life. So I think it's really important to make sure that you are keeping everything in tune with where it needs to be. I think it's more about prioritization than balancing Um, I think certain days you might need to prioritize certain things more Like on the Sabbath we must rest, right? So um, on that day you are prioritizing your faith And resting and rejuvenating Um, But in terms of managing your time I think especially when you're starting out You are scared to ask for help But unfortunately we are not able to do everything ourselves and we're not able to do everything ourselves well as well. So that is really when the power of uh, delegation and collaboration comes in where you find people that are good at the things that you are not good at um, Mm. and partner with them in that space to help you to make a more successful business.
2: Um, Christine, how do you incorporate God in the day-to-day running of your business? Is there a specific routine you follow? the minister in business
1: yeah i think um, i would love to minister more in business than i currently do uh, but i always try and challenge challenge my students or my attendees whatever you would like to call them um, to just look within themselves and be like what what limiting beliefs do you have and how can we break out of that um, to really help them unlock the potential for me it's a lot more about the relationships than it is about the skills that they are learning um so in that relationship building I think that is where Christ comes across and who I am in Christ comes across. Um, In terms of routines, I mean I've got my Daily Bible study I've, I've been doing precepts Wow it's been quite a journey With precepts I, I'm really eager to do Revelations but be, Or Revelation um, But <laughs> Before I can do that We first had to do Daniel And now we're doing Matthew um, So yeah it's been A really insightful year so far I'm hoping to do Revelation next year um, So that's quite exciting But so I think That is for me It's really important And to have that Business meeting with God You know where you Actually lay down Your strategies And the meetings That you have for the day and actually just trust Him for the things that need to happen. For yeah. the words you need to say, the decisions you need to make, um, for the priorities you need to, to put across. I think that's Very important. Good.
2: Yeah. And uh, do you have a, a testimony you'd like to share with the audience this afternoon? How, how did you come to know the Lord?
1: I love that question, and I hate that question, (laughs) because I don't have a specific day or time that I gave my heart to the Lord. Um, I grew up in a Christian environment, which was amazing. Um, My gran was a pivotal role in both my and my sister's lives, I think, in terms of... um, developing and cultivating our relationships with the lord um, so that was amazing she was with open doors it was great um mm. so we had a lot of exposure in that sense which was nice um but maybe just a testimony in terms of how god has worked in my life specifically in a business space or my career um, when i first decided that i wanted to be an accountant i always wanted to be a vet and then I realized I would have to operate on the animals And put them down And I was like, no, I can't do that So I was like, okay, maybe I should do pharmacy Or maybe I should do physiotherapy Then my mom was like, no, but if you do physiotherapy You may as well do medicine I was like, no, I don't want to study for like eight years Before earning any money I'll just go do accounting instead um, So it was like a complete pivot from that um, But the way that God just opened the door for me To go study accounting um, to, From the fact that During my first interview with PwC, they were like, we want you even before I had my metric results or anything like that, uh, I basically signed up with them at that stage already. Um, And the funding that was able to come through, um, through the premier scholarships and all sorts of things, like it was just like so perfectly aligned. And I really believe this is the route Hmm. that God has taken me on. And um, even just in terms of what I was saying earlier with God connecting with me with people that I wouldn't ordinarily have imagined, I got a random call out of the blue a few months ago from a university in Joburg wanting me for, for training and team wow. building with their students. And just to like trace that back to where it came from originally was just amazing, like I wouldn't have been able to manufacture that myself, I know that was of God.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Amen, what glory to Him. Yeah. Uh, the future going forward, I know collaboration is really important mm. and uh, also there's a retreat coming up.
1: Yeah, so uh, let's start with a retreat, so I have a ladies' entrepreneurship retreat which is coming up from the 22nd until the 24th of november it's taking place at the fifth avenue beach house in summer strand Um, and i'm really excited it is not just for existing entrepreneurs but for aspiring entrepreneurs as well anyone that is wanting to develop their business idea marketing strategies really to grow their business Um, there will be some speakers there that will help you develop a bit more confidence and some networking skills. And we will also be having a speed mentoring session on the Saturday afternoon, which I'm really excited about. Some local female entrepreneurs that will be committing their time and attention and expertise to you as an individual, which I think will be really nice. And there will also be a little elevator pitch competition on the Sunday morning. Um, And there will be a, a little prize there too, but really it's about getting time and space to strategize for your business. There will be time where you can just reflect on where you are hoping your business must go during 2020. We will give you a little giddy up, a personalized giddy up blueprint that you can use um, to help you during that that quiet time um to just reflect on where you want your business to go so i think that is going to be really exciting the food is going to be amazing and it's we have space for about 14 ladies so it's a really nice small group so you can really get to know one another well Um, so yeah i'm quite excited for that but the catch is um, the bookings close on Friday, so you have two days left to get your bookings in. And we have a competition running on Facebook at the moment um, where you can tag two friends that would be interested in joining us. And you the prize, because everyone cares about the prize, right? So mm. <laughs> the prize is um, some strategizing time with me to the value of two and a half thousand Rand which i think is great you don't have to be an attendee of the re- of the retreat to actually win this prize so gents please tag your ladies as well will be great um, yeah so that is the retreat coming up cool really cool
0: so we'll see you there well i won't but uh, the ladies <laughs> i'll will.
1: definitely be there yeah all right great. go check it out some
0: up you can pop into the facebook page as well having a good chat with christine tattop the founder of the organization reminding you that they offer mentoring and coaching corporate team building training and development and um a kingdom minded approach have yourself okay. a wonderful uh, evening thank you so much for your time thank you so
1: much it was wonderful being here you are tuned to vantage on the color cruise the show where entrepreneurs get their say brought to you by yo media p.e's
0: number one christian contemporary station kingfisher fm